0: Broadcasting from Indianapolis, Indiana. USA. You're listening to Forgotten Favorites. Forgotten Favorites. On the worldwide legend. Visit our new website at legendoldies.com. Request a song. See what's currently playing. View the weekly schedule in your local time zone. And learn more about your favorite DJs. Listen to talk shows when you want. With your computer, Victor stream, or iPhone. Including <laughs> all things radio, ATR Extra, coffee club, and sports lounge live. Well, To our Zoom voice chat rooms to talk with us live using your computer, iPhone, or telephone. All this and much more at legendoldies.com. Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, NASCAR plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the conversation station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts... Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, a very good evening from
1: a very quiet Indianapolis, Indiana tonight. I hope you're all doing well. I'm back from three days of a convention, and I'm on slow speed tonight, but chris is and he's been off work for three or four days even though he's in travel status i'll turn it over to chris and he'll
2: set the plate for you
3: okay all right i am broadcasting live. You remember Brent Musburger You say, you're looking live at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what you're doing. That's where I am. And on a nice phone. Um, our friend Linda has a wonderful phone, as good as mine, so we're, we're, we don't sound too different. Um, but we, I did not take all the notes that I normally do, so we're going to rely heavily on Perry tonight to, to give you a lot of facts and figures that I normally do, but that's okay. Uh, there'll be another time I'm sure where I'll be doing uh, some of the things that Perry does, perhaps. But anyway, I want to set the agenda for tonight. This, first of all, is uh, show number 45 uh and it's uh, June 9th 2019 as we head towards summer officially starting a week away from Father's Day. Uh, we're going to be covering baseball. First we're going to start with college baseball. Our college baseball uh, quoting Mike Loff, aficionados uh, which would be which would be Perry and Sean will uh, take us through uh, what's going on with that stuff and what the latest is. They've got scores from Friday and Saturday. It's a little less confusing than it was now because we're in the Super Regionals they're two out of three series so a little easier to figure out who's playing who. It's not double elimination. It's not crazy. Uh, next week they'll uh, we'll know who's in Omaha, and they'll be working on that, talking about that. We'll do college baseball. We'll do pro baseball. Perry will have your standings and scores, and then we'll just talk about baseball as we, as we do. We had a couple of signings this week. And we'll talk about those. Um, and a a trade and a trade and well and we have a big injury too this week too so we want to get that in there then we'll go to our finals we go to the nba which is all but over and our hockey which has been a really good series and kind of took a turn after last week where we were then and uh, perry and i will talk about that because he's a blues fan and i'm a bruins fan and and he'll give us a score at that point because by that time uh, we will have had some action probably we'll do the uh, belmont stakes our friend Jerry is doing a little research for us on that, and he'll be back and tell us uh, something, uh, we hope, or uh, we'll fire him, but, you know, that's the way it goes. And then uh, we've, we've got uh, a Cha- uh, Sean actually has a tennis result. He can give us that. And then a uh, uh, little NFL news. We've got to get more on it, and we'll do that next week. And uh, anything else that I'm forgetting, guys? I think you got well, it. No, just other random stuff, EA Sports, uh, the legislative, legislative stuff, just random, random yeah. crap stuff. Oh, right? yeah, with yeah, the, also the Tom Terrific Tom Terrific stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that, yeah we're
4: do, we're doing random crap basically because we've been so tight the last few weeks with stuff. We have well, we, as my friend Chad Hastings on one of our shows here calls it the crap act. So that's
3: what it is. All right. So Sean, now we'll do nothing that right. we would consider crap. This is this is no. vital information for everyone. Go ahead, Sean. All
4: right. Well, of course, as Michael, I've told you at the beginning, you can call in by downloading your Zoom app or dialing six four six. Eight seven six nine nine two three, then enter the code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred. Hit pound key twice. Uh, Star six mute you and unmute you. Star nine raises your hand on the phone. Alt Y on your computer, and more the more button uh, is on your iPhone. That is how you raise your hand. Of course, uh, you can check out some of our friends. Robert and the Ringside Reporter at ringsidereporter.com. Also, probably in the next day or so, uh, we're having an uploading issue, so it has to be done manually. So it'll probably be done tomorrow morning at seven seven three five seven two seven seven eight one. Our good buddies Larry and Jimmy, they got the football contest. Uh, there's a bunch of ways you can find out about uh, details, but one way is going to seven one two four three two three six four two. 3642 when you get to the main menu, hit 5 and go to board number 10. That explains all the rules, all the details. That is a good way to check it out. Uh, it's, it's a good contest. And if you want to leave us any comments, those of you that are listening throughout the week, or even those of you that are listening live and you don't think of anything that you want to say right now, but you think of it later, seven seven three five seven two. Seven seven one five is where you call. Hit the pound key and do not mar- mark the message private because we would all love to hear it and that
2: we can all get. And it we so. did have a message hey, this week. We want to. We, we do have a message this week. We heard from Leonard. He was talking a little bit about the hockey game tonight. So uh, we want to thank yes, Leonard
3: you, for when we when we get yeah. to the hockey. We will we will discuss what Leonard was talking about because it's it's kind of interesting. And uh, uh, yeah. Perry was looking yeah. on Twitter at it and all that. So when we get to the Bruins and Blues, we'll we'll talk about that. But Perry oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, go ahead, John.
4: Well, I was just going to say that's pretty much. Let's get on to some college baseball. For those right. of you that do not know, right now, as as Chris described, it is a super regional. They do best two out of three. Uh, half the brackets are decided today. Half are are decided tomorrow, and weather permitting, of course. Right? Yeah, weather permitting, the group that is decided that was the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They start next Saturday in Omaha. Then the group that goes Saturday, Sunday, Monday, they will start next Sunday and they do double elimination until they get to the bottom of the to the finals of their Pool. Then you have a best two of three. So right now, like I said, we have six or eight super regionals. Uh,
2: pretty interesting, pretty interesting stuff going on. So let's get on to that, Perry. Yeah, I, th- I think that the we only have two participants. Well, one, and there will be. Let's put it that way. Louisville, of course, swept the series from East Carolina, and uh, they won Friday and Saturday. And uh, of course, everybody was worried that that series was going to have rain problems. So that series ended yesterday, and then. Today, the game is technically the last I heard in a weather delay, but Vanderbilt had about a 10-run lead on Duke. So Vanderbilt will be advancing. And then the rest of them, um, UCLA-Michigan will be in game three. That'll be tonight. Uh, and Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas is going on right now. That's ladies. going on right now. That's a game three. And then uh, tomorrow we'll have some game threes as well. Auburn and North Carolina will be in game three. And by the way, just for – we've been following the Rod Bramlett situation. Uh, Andy Burcham is back this weekend. So he is calling – he's doing the six innings. And then uh, the guy who filled in for Rod Bramlett last cool. week is doing the middle innings that Andy Burcham Let's would just. Should Rod be there? Let's
4: just okay. say we may have some Game 3s tomorrow, but some may. There's two games. I believe LSU-Florida State is going on right now. And then right. Ole, uh, mississippi Miss-Arkansas,
2: that will be a Game 3 tomorrow. Auburn and North Carolina, that will be Game 3. Those have already been completed. Uh, UCLA-Michigan, that will be a Game 3 tonight. Uh, Mississippi State, Stanford. That's a game two coming up later tonight with Mississippi State up one nothing in that series, and then um, they they don't update the scores. Kind of as, as they're going, they do it at the end of the games. So you, you don't yeah. really know. Like, I couldn't tell you right now, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech tied in the seventh inning. I couldn't tell you that because they really don't update that as well as they do the, the pros. But Duke and Louisville have advanced, and we know yeah. they have qualified, and uh, some others will qualify. Uh, or I should say, Vanderbilt has advanced not do vanderbilt and yeah. louisville vanderbilt and louisville have advanced so those are your two
3: qualifiers yeah. you said there was a 10 run game going on right now isn't there a mercy rule in, in college baseball? Uh, no no there is not not, in the, not no. here
2: there there would be if it were like in the tournaments they prop they would do that but well not here. Okay. It, it, that depends on conferences and you're in
4: each conference each conference is up to their own rule in the big 12 in the Big Twelve, they did not—they do not have that rule. But the SEC does. though the Big Twelve has it if it's game three and it's travel day. And That's, I think the so Big it's Ten has it too. Yeah, they yeah the Big Ten has it, the SEC has it, and another game that's right now is LSU-Florida State is going on right now, and I believe, what,
2: uh, LSU, LSU's got one game to nothing? Uh, Florida State is up one to nothing. Maybe, Pierre will, one game nothing. maybe Pierre will come in and give us an update on that is one. On that. Is that game in uh, Tallahassee or Baton Rouge? It is in Baton Rouge. It okay, so maybe, Rouge Pierre,
3: Alex, maybe Pierre will pop yeah. in with a, an update, and maybe also a uh, NASCAR, if he's got some NASCAR stuff. And right like I said,
4: if, if Florida State wins, Florida State goes. To Omaha, LSU wins and come back for Game Three. Same thing with uh, Mississippi State, Stanford, depending on who wins. So that's so.
2: There's you know, your like said, and
4: that, and that starts next Saturday uh, at. You know, then they play two games. two So your your groups will go Saturday, Monday, and then the other group is Sunday, Tuesday, and then so forth. And then uh, about two weeks from Tuesday, they do the best of three at the two pool play teams.
3: Before we move on to MLB, because I I didn't think about this, Perry or Sean, do you have any comments about the uh, baseball draft, which was this week? Did anything Um, exciting happen in
2: that? The number one pick... Was as we suspected that he would be Adley Rushman. He uh, was the catcher for Oregon State. He was the number one pick. He's uh, the guy who was intentionally walked. We were talking was intentionally about last walked. week. Walked. Yes. yes, we talked about that last week. Um, I know. I, I me being an Ole Miss fan. I know Ole Miss had um, eight players drafted. I believe mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes, and, and several, probably and a lot
3: the SEC was such a strong league that probably most of the good teams in the SEC had six eight players well, dra- drafted, I would think.
4: and this oh, definitely. And this, uh, this says something if you look at uh, all right college basketball and then college baseball, college basketball, a majority of your players of course of the you know in the first round are your one and done guys or some of your European your guys that stayed a few years. They're a little lower, you know, lower drafted, maybe
1: free agent. Well, remember
2: in college, baseball, you, base, baseball, yeah, you have to be three years out of high school in baseball. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, w- with baseball in the past, y-
4: you saw baseball going with the high school kids in the first couple rounds. You know, yeah. hey, potential. Yeah. Where now they're waiting. They're saying, you know what, we're going to go with these kids that did their three years in college or sometimes four years, you know, if they went back. We're going with those kids because, hey, we can see what they've actually done, and they're not going to be in the minors as long. You know, when right. they're going to be high A ball, double A, whatever, they're, they're looking at it going, we see the value of college baseball because we were in the past they drafted this kid out of high school who made you know, numbers, there's been so many number one, number two draft picks that, Never made it to the majors where right. now there was an had, interesting
2: uh there was an interesting story with the draft. Apparently the um uh the son of Miguel Cairo, who Miguel Cairo, if you don't for those who don't know, he was an, a major league ball player and he played for several different teams and uh this and that and his son, Christian Cairo, had committed to LSU and apparently he was in the building. Uh he had met with coach uh, Paul Maneri and he was meeting with the academic advisor, and that he, he was notified that he was drafted, and the Indians were going to offer him twice the slot value. So the slot value for where he was drafted would have been about 434000 They offered him twice. He got up and walked out, and uh, uh-huh. the area, uh, the coach uh-huh. was none too happy about that. But, I mean, let's be honest. That does happen. You, you know, you, oh, hate, yeah. you hate to say, heard you hate that the to Red say Sox- it, but it does happen. Yeah. I, the Red
3: Sox focused. I heard, and the only I didn't hear, you know, players wouldn't have meant anything to me. Uh, unlike the NBA or the and, and and even the NHL sometimes does, or the NBA or, or NFL. But they said that they 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 drafted many college players before they drafted a high school player. And the reason they did was they don't have they have an okay farm system, but it's kind of top heavy. They need to stock the bottom part. They got some good guys. In they've they've run people through this year who have done okay. They got some guys at double A, but they need to stop the stock the single a and in the double a and get some stuff going because they've traded prospects. They've, you know, whatever, different things. And and, and very
2: typically when you're trading um, players, you know, like if you want to get something to help you cross the finish line to get to the world series or whatever, when you're trading prospects, it is very typically those prospects that you're trading.
4: Right. And, yeah, and Chris, that goes along with what I was saying how in the higher rounds, they're looking at those college players more than they are a high school player because they've seen a little bit more of what they can do because high school is like, oh, yeah, they,
3: we see what they did. Right. In high very school. They very simply do? They, put, yeah. shot
2: they can get to the big leagues a lot faster.
3: Right. Oh, exactly. And that's it, that's uh, what the Red Sox want because I mean they've signed up. Signed, you know, they signed Bogarts. They signed Sale. They've got some guys signed, but they've got, uh, you know, uh, ben, Benintendi and and uh, Betts and those guys. They need to determine what they're going to do about that. So they need to have some uh, contingency plans at least in the in the pipeline. If if they don't re-sign it, doesn't mean they won't. But they very well could. But then those guys can be traded. Then they're good prospects. They can be traded for other stuff. You know, down the road. Yep. But well, anyway, hey, so Sox, they- the
2: Red Sox might very well need. I mean, and we'll we'll probably talk about it when we get there. But you know, yeah. they might need to, they might need to acquire a pitcher for the bullpen yeah. or something like that going forward.
3: I would say so. Okay, so that transitions us into um, Perry is going to take over and uh, give us the N- the MLB stuff for this week. Ta- talk for just a
2: second, about fifteen seconds, Chris. I need to pull up my All right, screen. Well, and, well, All right.
4: Once again, while you're waiting, you can call in at six four six eight seven six nine nine two three and enter two eight seven. 723 4600 your pound key twice, and you're there Come on okay, in, here we go.
2: these are your standings the uh, Yankees and the Rays are tied in the American league East they're both 39 and 24. These are going into today correct these yes these do not include today. these are the ones, the ones that you got this morning. yep the Red Sox 3431 they're six and a half back. Blue Jays 2341 they're 16 and a half. The Orioles 20 and 44, they're a 19 and a half back.
3: Yeah, that's all. They'll, 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 don't worry, it'll
2: it'll grow. It'll grow. Yep. In the Central Division, the uh Twins are 42-21, the Indians 33 and 31, they're 9 and a half out. White Sox 30 and 33, 12 out. The Tigers 24 and 37, they're uh 17 out. The Royals are 20 and 44, and they're 22 and a half games out.
3: So. We're going to have a thrilling battle for fourth place, I think, in that division. I think everybody's going to get excited about that.
2: <laughs> but, you know, it's the Royals, in all honesty, the Royals have some players that people do want. So Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're not bad. I mean, the Red Sox swept them this week, but
3: I, I heard some names, and, you know, you've got some guys, and, and they're, they're playing hard. They really are, and, uh, you they know, you, you've got to give them credit. So we'll see what happens down the road. Might, might we, see some of them on some of the contenders.
2: Right. Let's go to the West. Astros 44 and 22, the Rangers 34 and 29, eight and a half out. The A's are 32 and uh, 33, eleven and a half. The Angels 31 and 34, twelve and a half out. The Mariners, 27 and 41, they're 18 out. So, boy, when they, once they had that good start, they have kind of tanked.
3: Oh. Yeah, they were like 14 and 39 since then. And what can you tell me as we come into the first time the Red Sox are going to face the Rangers, but also the second wild card? We've got Tampa Bay with the leading wild card as we go into today, and that Texas with the second uh, wild card. What is, is driving the Rangers? Why are they doing what they're doing right now?
2: I think a lot of it has been they've overachieved. I mean, you don't want to take anything away yeah. from them because they've certainly played well, but they have they have overachieved and if the playoffs would start today, the Rangers would be in the playoffs. Correct. Yep. yep. They would. National League. The National League East, the Phillies 37 and 27, the Braves 35-29, they're two back. The Mets 31 and 33, six out. The Nationals 29 35 8 games out and then we have Miami 23 and 39 23 and 39 they're 13 games out. You know they're actually playing better the last couple three weeks than they were. They're not as horrible. Well, they didn't, play, to play, they didn't play well today, a- Chris, because they had a five-one lead okay. going to the ninth inning and and they blew it and ended up losing in twelve innings, which will get two K. Okay. Dave Van yeah. Horn what he was not amused with the way they played today. <laughs> was- well, the, but you know when
3: they got to play the Mets and the Nationals and almost got two managers fired, uh, they racked up a lot of wins at that point. So you know and we do they're, they're put. At least a little respectable, right? Yeah,
2: here. and we do have a broadcaster's note for the Mets that we'll get to as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Central Division, the Cubs are 36 and 27. The Brewers, they are 37 28, so that's a, a statistical tie. Cardinals, 31 31, four and a half out. The Pirates, 30 and 33, six back. The Ra- uh, Rays, the Reds, they are. Twenty-eight and thirty-five, eight games back. West, right,
3: and in that division this week, we had the Cubs um, winning their first two games in that series, and the and the Brewers swept the Pirates in the three games. So uh, the home teams were were kicking butt in that division this weekend.
2: That's correct, and we'll get you a Cubs score here in a little bit. Yep, the Dodgers in the West, forty-four twenty-one. The Rockies, thirty-three and thirty. They're ten. 10- Ten and a half out, but the Rockies, have been, they've been on the upswing lately. So, yes. you know, they're, they're now maybe starting to do what we expected they would do. D-backs, 33-32. They're 11 and a half, as are the Padres. And the Giants, they are 26 and 37, 17 and a half out. Yeah, you got to give it to the
3: Diamondbacks and, and Padres. They're kind of hanging in that wild card race.
2: So here are your scores from today. Reds four, Phillies three. Rays six, Red Sox one, so they went three out of four in that series. Yeah, what the Red Sox are doing is they're beating the teams they're supposed to be. They swept the
3: Royals and they're beating, like, the Baltimore's, the Kansas Cities, the Detroit's. They're mess mess with the teams in their group, but they're losing to the Yankees, the Twins, and the Rays because they're clearly better teams than they are. And we'll see what they do with Texas. That'll be interesting because that's kind of a, an equal. But that's what they're doing. And, you know, I remember a, a New York football Giants team of 72, they won eight and six. They won the eight games they were supposed to win and lost the six they were supposed to lose. So that's what the Red Sox doing right now.
2: Uh Diamondbacks 8, Blue Jays 2, Twins 12, Tigers 2, the Twins continue to kind of roll along. Mets 6, Rockies 1, Yankees 7, Indians 6 and 10.
3: They blew. The Yankees had a 5-0 lead early in that game because I was he- looking at the Red Sox and getting scores, and the Indians fought all the way back, got it tied up. The Yankees went ahead. I guess the Indians must have tied it to send it to extra innings, and then the Correct. Yankees were able to win. But the Yankees have been struggling slightly this week. I think they lost two out of three to the Blue Jays and two out of three to the Indians. So they were with all the injuries they had, they were kind of over their heads. And, and, uh, and then they had another injury today with Herman. Their, their pitcher is injured again. So they're, and, they and get him back, and then they lose him But Tansen is one, of
2: their, Batanzas, one yeah. of their bullpen guys. He had a setback, so he won't be coming back as quick as people thought either. Braves right. 7, Marlins 6 and 12. We talked about that game earlier. Astros f- uh, 4, Orioles nothing. Brewers 5, Pirates 2. White Sox 5, Royals 2. Dodgers 1, Giants nothing, and that one run came on a Max Muncy home run off of Madison Bumgarner, and apparently Bumgarner was not too happy that Muncy was kind of observing and everything like that. And they had a little spat back and forth. So,
3: Well, hey, Dodgers-Giants. Hey, we had two of the big rivals, not the Red Sox-Yankees. They're coming up in London, of course, soon. But we had the Cardinals and Cubs this weekend and the uh, Giants and Dodgers. So there you go.
2: Right. Yeah. Mariners 9, Angels 3, Nationals 5, Padres 2, A's 9, and the Rangers 8. And the Cubs-Cardinals, of course, are playing. We'll get you on a score on that here in just a minute. And uh, that's those are your baseball scores.
3: Okay. Now okay. we had some signings, though. And uh, we want to talk about those. And I didn't write down the, the, uh, I know that uh, Craig Kimbrell signed with the Cubs. He did three years or really three years. $43 Forty-three million—is that what it is?
2: Three and forty-three, but it'll be a little bit less than that because this year is kind of a half a year, and it has a vesting option, so he could be with the Cubs through twenty twenty-two if he, if, you know, if he achieves what he could with this. And the reason they were able to do this because a lot of people, well, the Cubs don't have any money with the situation with Ben Zobrist, of course, being involved in a divorce, and apparently it's quite a messy divorce. Uh, they're not totally sure that he is going to come back. But he is on the restricted list, and that's how they were able to pull this off. And uh, apparently, Kimbrel is being sent to Arizona for a condensed spring training, and then he will go on a rehab assignment. Likely, he will be right down the street from me here at Principal Park, so I may be able to go right. and see him. I may be able to go and see him pitch when he's here.
3: I will say that last year he had an okay year. You know, hey, you're a team, 108 wins, and obviously he did some saving. But you didn't see him. If you guys remember, there were a lot of different folks. Uh, Chris Sale ended up to finish the last game. So you saw, you know, Alex Cora uh, just sort of throw out the, the playbook and just uh, throw in whoever, uh, whenever. And because Kimbrell had kind of struggled, now I have, that has nothing to do, bullpens, and all bullpens and all relief pitchers every year is a new year. It, it's very unusual when you have the the Mariano Rivera, the Lee Smith, the the uh, Bruce Sutter's who roll along from year to year to year to year. These guys are a little bit iffy, so we'll see what you get. I'm not saying you won't get a good pitcher and you know all that, but it's it, he was a bit on the down tick when and that may have been what the Red Sox were thinking that you know they just didn't want to invest that much because they just didn't know where he was going. He's not that old. I, I didn't ask him to say how old he is probably about 27, 28, I'm guessing. So he's not that old, but uh, you do, you just don't know with a relief pitcher, and especially this is throwing out. He hasn't pitched, and hey, he did pitch a lot last year, so he got
2: eight months off, and that's a good thing, but I don't know. We'll see. And I think probably what this will allow Joe Madden to do is the guys like Pedro Strope, Steve C. and those guys, they'll now be backed up a little bit, but what they have is if Kimbrell struggles on a, on a night, they do have... You know, C-Shack, who has closed in the past. Strope, who's closed in the past. Uh, Brandon Kensler, who closed with the Twins. So they have many options they can use should he struggle on a given night. And certainly
3: from what you and Pierre have been saying, it was certainly a a, a no-brainer for them to go and and give this a try because that's what they need is a a bullpen guy.
2: That's exactly what they needed. I was listening this morning and Jim Bowden said uh, that was the Cubs' need. He said they really don't have any more glaring needs that they need to fix. He said they may be able to, you know, maybe able to tick and tack with the roster just a little bit. He said they're pretty good. The other signing is a uh, Dallas Keuchel who signed with the Atlanta Braves. That's a one-year and it's it's listed at twenty one million, but he's going to make about thirteen million when when all is said and done is what he's going right. to get. Right. So
3: the the effective date would be like last Monday or Tuesday. They'll give him those days whether right. he's in the minors or, or major leagues. Now with him, does this put him back on, in the same boat next year? He'll be a free agent. He could do the same thing, right? He could sit there could, till June and you know well do exactly could. what he just did. Yes. Now, now the, but the what nice the, thing what the Braves have to be hoping is when he gets in there, they have a good room, shall we say, as they say in hockey. And, that uh, you know, they're going to, they're a contender and, uh, Hey, you know what the heck they're young. Uh, why not? You know, and that's what they're, what they're looking at. You know, they might've said, you know, you know, Joe Madden had the rep, you know, uh, would have wanted to, you know, that that's a, a proven contender that just won the world series a few years ago. Braves are on, on the upswing as the Astros were. And Keiko may really enjoy his time there. And then he'll sign right up after the season.
2: Correct. Now, the I was listening today on the Braves, and uh, Ben Ingram and Jim Powell were saying that um, they suspect that he'll have at least two starts at Gwinnett yeah. before he's ready. But uh, yeah. the nice thing about Kimbrell, if he comes here, uh, the main catcher here is Taylor Davis. Now, you know, for those who listen to the Cubs at all, Taylor Davis was up earlier when Victor Caratini was on the disa- or in the injured list uh, Davis is is an organizational guy and he you know he knows the ins and outs of the organization the pitchers love throwing to him so mm-hmm. he'll be able to bring Kimbrel into the fold and kind of work with him a little bit and you know and how things go how things work and all that so okay. that'll be the nice thing about him you know if he comes here so we
3: have any more MLB that we want okay.
2: to Okay. One thing I want to ask, we were asking,
4: Chris, why don't you describe, because a lot of us nationally do not know the announcer that, as we ah, have yes. the
3: rotating. Yeah. Tom Karen. Tom Karen is the, uh, he does pregames for the Bruins and the uh, Red Sox. So if you notice, Perry, you said you listened to it. They're talking a lot of Bruins uh, in and out, of course, as everybody around here is right now uh, with that game tonight. But, uh, yeah, he does pregames. He's the big Nesson host. He has an unusual voice. He sounds like he's about he to lose it all the time. Yes, he does. But he's, he's a knowledgeable guy. He's been doing this stuff, I'm going to say, 10 or 15 years for Nesson. I mean, he's been with the team, not traveling because Nesson he'd be in the studio. But he's throwing it to, you know, uh, the announcers and Jerry and, and Dennis Eckersley and all that. You know, he's, he's listening to all the interviews. He, he's as much uh, tuned into the Red Sox as anybody. I think he did a credible job of play-by-play. I mean, he probably hadn't done any since college or somewhere. But he, he did a, a credible job. He knows. The players, you know, um, if, if what's going to happen now, everybody I think has been unveiled. that's going to be with Joe. What's going to happen eventually? I'm sure as Will Fleming is going to be the voice of the Red Sox. They're grooming him. You can see that he's very intelligent. He's very good. Got a good sense of humor. Uh, you know, he's great play-by-play yeah <laughs> that he first did as I told you on April fourth off the uh, off the monitor when they lost their their uh, satellite feed to Oakland. So that was pretty cool. How did you start your uh, major league uh, career? Well, actually, he did do a game with the Phillies last year but you know that's kind of a good story To what's your first like Red Sox game of the year you you got involved with them the full time well I was doing it on the monitor that's a great story to tell down the road but anyway he's going to be there And obviously Joe is not going anywhere real soon, and I hope not, because he's still doing fine. But, you know, I think you're going to see, who do you want to work with Will Fleming? And, you know, do you want to – if you bring in a Josh Lewin, for example, he's then going to have to be the voice. What they may try to do down the road for next year's project might be to have Joe and Will and then have fill-ins with them. Lou doesn't want to travel with the team. He's good, but he doesn't want to do that. Does somebody else want to do that? Do they want to have a three-man booth? I don't think you're going to see – because, you know, you're paying – these people, and I know they're contractors. They're not like getting health insurance or something, but you're paying a lot of people who are national broadcast. You're paying Dave O'Brien, you're paying Sean McDonough, you're paying Josh Lewin, you're paying, uh, you know, uh, Chris Berman, you're paying, and there's local guys too, but you're paying a lot of folks, a lot of money, I'm sure for this other slot. So I think Will is going to join the broadcast crew next year. Nobody's telling me anything. And I've been wrong before, but I think that the, the right reason they have him on the pregame like this, uh, and to kibitz with everybody and just show that he's, he's a fun and knowledgeable guy. Guy, which he totally is. He's wonderful. So, I mean, they'll move him in. He'll be the replacement for Joe. Maybe they'll find a ball player to work with him down the road or a, a younger announcer, and, you know, we'll see about that down the road. But I, I think this – this, but this has been fun because this Red Sox team may or may not make the playoffs. Uh, they're in the wild card race. They've managed to do that, which I give a lot of credit to Alex Cora to keep them uh, afloat because a lot of teams that start 3-8, and eight, uh, you know, Bobby Valentine, uh, you know, some of these other guys, uh, they, they were disasters. This team doesn't look like a disaster. But it's, as I say, it's losing to the teams it should lose to. It's beating the teams it should beat. Um, so they've got a chance, but Texas has to come back to them a little bit. they got to stay ahead of Cleveland, whatever. They may make that second wild card, but they could be out in one game. So it's an enjoyable season because you're getting to hear different people. I like it. Other people don't. They like to have the, the one guy they can count on. But, uh, but that's Tom carrots So I think we've heard everybody now.
2: And the, and the Cubs and the Cardinals, by the way, for anybody who wants to know, they are 1-1 in the bottom of the fifth. So okay, and Jerry, is, is, Jerry, do you have anything on base? baseball at this point uh no i couldn't believe
1: well, though the pirates blew it uh, over the weekend and got swept and all that we got a series coming up with the braves i've got that trainer's name for you guys well, we'll well, why don't we we'll do the, the belmont
3: right now then let's Belmont right now like, okay all right,
4: Belmont, of course, uh, the winner, Sir Winston, the seven horse War of Will, uh, who was the favorite, he finished ninth, and they had the same trainer. War of Will won the freakness, uh, Belmont was uh, Sir Winston, and Jerry, what is that trainer's name?
1: That was Mark Cassie, C A S S E E.
4: Okay, okay, Mark Cassie. There, yeah, it was good job. I mean, job, not Jerry. At, like I said. Yeah, not a big Eventful, Belmont. It was an average rate. Uh, average Actually, War of
3: War Wills was the second uh, choice. Uh, Cassitus was the actual favorite. And yeah, he run. was well in both yeah. the Preakness and the Derby. And for some, and he had won. Uh, they thought he could do better on that longer distance. So that's why he was the first choice. War of War was second. And I think Cassitus did better. I think, was he second or third? He was in the in the money, wasn't he? Cassitus was second. Cassitus yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. he was, was second, second. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then there the was a, number
4: three. The number three horse was Jovia, The number one.
3: Yeah, I think there was a little inquiry or, or a little delay to make it official. There was a little bumping, a little stuff happened, but nothing as much as the Derby. So, uh, it, yeah. So Sir, was, Sir Winston yeah. won it this year. The thing that's really sad, and I don't know how he'll do because he's going to now probably race in other years. But Omaha Beach was the odds-on favorite to do all this, and what a year it would have been for Omaha Beach to have won the oh, triple yeah. crown or won a couple of races, yeah, the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And of course that's where they landed it was Omaha beach, but he, he did not, uh, he was not able to compete this year, but it doesn't mean he won't be back down the road. And you would think of all the great horses like Kelso that were around for years afterwards. And of course they'll, they'll if he can do something in the breeders cup and down the road, and as a four and five year old, he'll earn his stud uh, money that way. And uh, country house will be back. Uh, probably, uh, what's his name? Who was disqualified for the Derby? Whose name is escaping me right yeah. now. Oh um, yeah, uh oh, uh, what is his name? Oh, sorry, uh, maximum, maximum Security. security. Yeah, Maximum Security. Yeah, he'll be back. So probably in the Breeders' Cup, you'll you'll see some horses you know about, which you normally don't. You kind of like, who's that? You know, oh yeah, he ran fifth in the Derby. I forgot about him. You'll hear those three horses. The Derby winner. Uh, if Omaha Beach is healthy yeah. and if Maximum Security comes yeah, back, you got some quality right. horses coming up for the second half of the of the uh, okay. horse racing year. Yep. All right. Dang, here's Pierre. Jamal.
2: Right. J- wait. Wait. Wait a minute. Jamal had his head oh. up. So Jamal, go ahead. The White Sox, Jamal. They're not doing bad right now.
5: Nope. Uh, you're right. I just wish they had more reliable starting pitching other than Lucas Giolito. Although Fernando Lopez won today, and maybe hopefully Lopez can wake up and now observe Giolito and try to copy Lito, and Then the White Sox may have another reliable starting pitcher. But so what I was about to talk about was uh, the Dallas Keuchel signing, signing. Okay, yeah, and I found it she Only signed for one year with Atlanta, as compared to Kimbro signed three years with the Cubs. And you guys alluded to the fact say that that once said that Keuchel, if he doesn't try, if he tries to free agent, won't be stuck until June next year again.
3: Well, he may not want to do that because he lost money, as Perry pointed out. He lost two yeah. months' worth of money. So he may say to Boris, okay, I'll go on the free agent market. I don't mind, but I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to sign with the Yankees. I'm going to sign with somebody who needs to start or whatever. I'm not going to – because now I've decided not to go back to the Braves, or you know, he might give the Braves a hometown discount or might make the Braves compete on a free agent level because he liked them, but he's just not going to give them the hometown discount because he was only there three months. So he lost a bunch of money because it prorated this, this amount. is The an annual amount. He's not going to get all that. He's going to get nine million instead of thirteen million or whatever it is. So th- this doesn't go without a penalty to the player. It's not good for the teams. It's not good for the Red Sox. They could have gotten a draft choice out of this from uh, you know from uh, Kimbrel. So it hurts the Astros and the Red Sox. But it it um, does It isn't without penalty to the player either. So
5: and, and really, you know, with with, with this. Are there still more players out there to be signed? And I—I I don't think so, Jamal. Are, I think the, these I were the last major
2: sorry. ones. These were the last major ones that are out there.
5: And how many of them are are fours players? And how many of these guys might say to Boers, "Look, you know, you let us down this road. We might cut you loose and go somewhere else." Oh, sure.
3: They, well, can, Paul, they, they can, or they can just make it clear to Boris. As I say, he could make it clear to Boris. I'm signing with somebody by spring training. I don't care. Right. We're going to work that out. That's what I, you know. These players act. Some of them like they don't have a brain in their heads, and they think that the Bor- the Boris's of the world are the boss. If they say I want to sign with a team before spring training, they will sign with a team before spring training, or they will walk.
2: You know, I mean, that they have the power, but they don't realize it. Some of them. That's correct, and and uh, Pierre has joined us. Pierre, do you have an LSU update? Yeah, it's four two
1: Florida State and the top of the six.
2: Uh oh, that's uh-huh. not that's not good for LSU, that's is
1: it? Not good at all. Okay. Uh, okay. I there, and I, I know there was a bunch of raining in the
4: NASCAR today. So yeah, so, yeah
1: the uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, Greg Biffle won Friday night on his first time back in three years and uh saturday was Tyler Reddick, and the Michigan race got rained out today and it will be on tomorrow afternoon at 4 at at 5 eastern okay okay five. Pierre, five eastern. Pierre what do you think about that what do you think about the cubs bullpen well i tell you what ferry it is the bullpen but it's also the hitting because when the pitching is good the hitting it you know i mean if they can ever put them both together you know, it'll
2: be good. Well, the, the nice thing I guess about the bullpen now though, is they're going to be able to back some of these guys, you know, into earlier innings. So if you have a pitcher that doesn't go very long, you've got a deeper bullpen.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I couldn't resist Perry. I had to, I know soon we're getting to the final. I had to get a Bruins score cause it's a, Hey, it's a big game <laughs> and the Bruins are leading one, nothing with nine fifty nine to go in the first period, according to miss a, so
5: still a long, and down
4: down long down down. way to go. But oh, you know, yeah, that'll transition. Of course, hockey, as you know.
3: Yeah, well, let's uh, do the hockey. Just... Let's do the hockey first, yeah. then we'll do the basketball because this is being played right now, and it's more—it's a better series, frankly. And uh, you Sean, you, know, you can certainly comment on the basketball when we get to that because the Warriors are just not the Warriors right now. But anyway, uh, when we last uh, left you guys, um, it was two to one Bruins in the series, and they had just killed the Blues seven to two, and uh, they, everything looked great for the Bruins but then uh it was just a total uh, reversal on uh, monday uh and in st louis the blues won the game they had to win they got they had to tie that series up and they won it 4 to 2 an empty net goal so really a 3 to 2 game became a 4 to 2 game they really did dominate the bruins i mean the bruins really could not uh maintain they were behind the whole game they kept tying it up one nothing blues, 2-1 blues, two two. Then they got, uh, had three to two in the third period and got the uh, empty netter at the end. The blues are a big physical team, and some of these other teams have not been as much. And the Bruins have been able to wheel in the zone and stay in the zone. The Blues are right on them; they're forechecking them. I mean, this is a good. Everybody said at the beginning of the series, and I don't know if anybody was listening, but everybody said this would be a good matchup because the teams are very similar. They've got big defenses. They've got, you know, strong forward. They're, they're good matchup. So this is not a surprise. I mean, people are, I think, around here we're, were just discounting that and, you know, just thinking, oh, we got them, you know, 7-2. And you never know. I mean, momentum can continue from one game to the next. But then Thursday night, we had a game which uh, Bruins fans were not happy about. Now, the NHL officiating, and our friend Robert has commented on this, it's been bad for everybody. And and that's fine. But we had Bob Beers commenting as uh, the Bruin Color Man, and he never comments on a call. What happened was that uh, Nola Chari had the puck and uh, the Bruins were behind one nothing in the third period with about 10 minutes ago or something like that 10 12 minutes he was coming in and somebody tripped him just just stuck their state, skate their stick under between his skates tripped him and the sequence continued because you don't you know some some goofy moron called uh, cuz I even though I'm down in Pittsburgh I put on EEI for a while on Friday and just to see what people were saying some goofball called up and said well they need to blow the whistle when that happens well you can't when uh, when the blues have the puck and, you know, you have to finish the play, and it was finished by a goal, which made it 2-0. Bruins got a goal uh, a few minutes later to make it 2-1, put pressure on, couldn't uh, tie it up, and lost 2-1. And, of course, this is the old the turnaround is fair play. The Blues were hosed by a call uh, that should have been a hand pass in the San Jose series. San Jose got a goal there. There's been other teams, I don't know, Dave in Toronto said something in the hockey group that there was some call he remembered with the with the Maple Leafs where the Bruins benefited. So this is it, It's just been uniformly bad, but that was horrible. That was with the puck. The guy had the puck. It's one of on the things if, 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 if okay, Pierre, you might want to mute. Um, oh, okay. All right. Because um when you have the puck The refs are, like, supposed to be watching. And so if something happens away from the puck, okay. You know, the crowd, they hear the crowd, they look around, "Uh, uh, uh, I didn't see it. That's fine. That's going to happen. But people here are basically thinking that the Bruins are going to get the benefit of a couple of calls tonight, even though it's in St. Louis, just because this is one of those calls that's up there, not as blatant as the Saints call earlier in the year, but it's a call like advantage blues. Okay, now give the Bruins a couple tonight. And I think that that, I don't know if that's what's happening. I'm not listening to the game. I don't know if they got a power play goal or what. But they're ahead one to nothing. But our friend Leonard uh, called in uh, to our Sports Lounge uh, live uh, line that we talk about that Sean brings up. And he told us that there's a bunch of folks that are outside the stadium in the plaza right there behind Inter- the Enterprise Center, I think it's called. Uh, I don't know if it goes, uh, it has anything to do with uh, Star Trek or not, but it's the Enterprise Center. And it used to
4: be the Keel Center. Uh, had other other different names,
3: yes. Yeah, Not the old Keele building Auditorium was the Keel Auditorium, and then they built a new place that I think they called the Keio. They at one point had something the called the Saint Louis Center, St. and
4: now it's the Enterprise Center. They
3: had yes. something called the Saint Louis Arena at one point too. So that I don't the know whether Checker that, dome. that was that was Checker the dome, and then it became the Checker Dome because Boston uh, <laughs> Purina paid for that. That's right. So anyway, <laughs> they're out there, and yeah. there's a big plaza. These Midwestern uh, places have these big plazas. I was at the Bush Stadium last year for the ball game, and you know, you you could put a big bunch of people outside of, the, of that stadium, and I'm sure it's the same deal for enterprise there. So they've got almost as many people outside probably as, as inside. And so. I think to to my mind that could be a recipe for disaster. Win or lose. You got, got about uh, thirty thousand unhappy people or thirty thousand happy people. Uh there could be some craziness. But uh you know, and I don't know if they're serving any Bush beer out in the out in the parking lot or not. I, if I were them I would Oh not.
2: I'll bet but, I'll bet whether they're serving it or not, I'll bet some made it. Oh too. there's some going on. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> That's Remember, right. these are so, hockey fans and anheuser Bush, oh yeah
3: yeah that's right so uh yeah but the blues have really taken st louis by storm as they should the blues have never won hey if the bruins lose uh, the the cup to the uh the blues i mean it's 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 a good team to lose it to they uh, they were the uh the uh, washington generals of the first three years of that division you know that conference whatever you want to call it when they had to go in and play the bruins and canadians and a lot went oh and 12 and you know it's kind of cool they 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 came from last place and now they're in the finals i mean you got to give it to them i don't want to give it to him. I want the Bruins to win. Perry wants the Blues to win. But you know, we'll see what happens. But it's gonna be okay, so if there's a game seven, it will be Wednesday night at uh oh eight twenty three or something or another at T D. Garden. And um uh, so there you go for for that, and, and it has uh, been it
2: has been definitely though been an enjoyable series. Oh yes,
3: yes, uh, both ways it's been enjoyable. Only one overtime game, but uh, you know I was I was thinking we might have that the the other night, but uh, we didn't we didn't quite get that. So now on to the NBA and the Toronto Raptors could wrap it up. Oh yes, I did say yes that, they could, and yes, and, and yes, as we been. and
2: as we well know the the coach of the Toronto Raptors is an I he's a and I guy actually. Um, you know I think you've only mentioned that six weeks in a row, Perry. You know what, though, Chris? When he pl- was playing in college, I actually went to games and watched him play in college. Yeah, there but you that, go. What, that could be my brush with fame, you could say?
3: Yeah, well, yeah. hey, you're Macy K, uh, uh, yeah, Craig Kimbrough. So, uh, you know, there's more to come, Perry, your young man. There's more to come. Could, they could wrap this up tomorrow
4: night. Uh, of course, uh, it's three games to one, as you stated. Uh, and a lot of people are going, oh, well, Kevin Durant's out, Clay Thompson's injured, you know, just all this stuff. But a lot of people are forgetting you have Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard, two guys that were... In the 2013 and the 2014 championships, the one that Spurs lost to Miami, and the one they turned around and won, two guys that were key parts of those. So they have that Popovich experience, it, you know. They have that Popovich knowledge. Whether you know, like in Kawhi's case, whether he's a big fan of his or not, that's beside the point. But you got to give them a little bit of credit because, I mean, going into this series. When Kevin Durant went down, Steph Curry—I mean—it went back to being the old, the old Warriors with Steph Curry taking this team on his back. You got to give them some some credit. Yes, they're banged up, but I mean the Raptors, the Raptors maybe. On the way now, like I said, tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow's Toronto, uh, game six, if necessary, Golden State on Thursday, the last game ever in Oracle Arena. Uh, then next year they go to San Francisco, and then Sunday, Father's Day, will be game seven, if necessary, back in Toronto. But will Golden State be able to win three in a row?
3: I mean, it's been done before, but I don't know. I would think Kevin Durant is out for the series, because they were talking, actually, I found... Uh, He
2: may actually, Chris, he he may actually play tomorrow
3: from what they were saying today. Okay, yes. Because they were saying, this was, and actually, Perry, I didn't know this was an over-the-air network. I knew it was on XM, but 540 here in Pittsburgh is SB Nation. And apparently, yes. that's its own little little network that they have, which uh, we we get main ESPN on 850 uh, here. And you know, I'm uh, here. I'm in Pittsburgh, in yeah. Boston. But uh, I didn't know there was an SB Nation network. It was something beyond uh, you know online. SB,
4: but. SB Nation Radio. SB Nation Radio is the one that used to be one-on-one sports Yahoo Sports, uh, Sporting News radio. They the sound network.
3: pretty good. I like them compared to and the, that's they,
4: the one. They're actually they're out of. It depends on their host. They're out of Houston. Uh, our local station here runs them in the middle of the night. On weekends when they're not doing local, and yeah. that's, that's basically what a lot of them they they have a lot of local hosts from around the country. that do national shows. Uh, Steve Saban had a show on there. Various people. Uh, so, yeah, they yeah, sounded pretty good.
3: I mean, uh, they, you know, yeah. I think they're picking up on the one-on-one uh, sporting news network, whatever. Uh, Yahoo Sports tradition of being a pretty good alternative. You know, compared to like NBC and Sports. And they're, they're, they're local. Laughing. They're
4: a small. They're, it's a small company that owns them, Gal Media, out of Houston. They bought them. You know, reasonably. they. Bought Bottom them when they became Yahoo Sports Radio years but yeah, they're not. But
3: a it app- is a, S, SB Nation is since it's got that name. It is an ESPN um, satellite or whatever you want to call no, it. No, no, right? no, they're
4: not. S, no, they're not ESPN. SB Nation is not ESPN.
3: Oh, it's not. What no, is SB, Nation? A totally,
4: SB Nation is a to It's an internet site. Okay, it's an internet site. So it's that, like uh, Yahoo or whatever. Okay, yeah, it's All like right. Yahoo or one of those Yes. And okay, that's, that's it, they, they don't have a lot of SB Nation people on there. But they have SB Nation as far as if uh, for reporters they're affiliated with SB Nation as far as the name and uh, mm-hmm. when Yahoo dropped off uh, they had okay you know, but no it, SB Nation is not ESPN at all.
2: I like and the sound me, of it. I, I think let me let me, let me get in pretty guys, good. and, and uh, Pierre wants to come back in. Go ahead, Pierre. Okay. All right, all right
1: Pierre. LSU just tied it up.
2: All right. What ending are they all in, right. Pierre? of the in,
1: here of the seventh.
3: And remind me again: Is this a deciding game, or, or are they behind one nothing? They or we?
1: They're behind one nothing. They've got to okay. win tonight they extend it to extend the chip.
3: Okay. They're, they and the yeah. They and the Bruins are fighting for their playoff okay. lives, shall we say? Okay. okay. Per,
2: did you, per, Did you hear about that situation with um, Christian Cairo and, and the LSU thing earlier, in, like earlier in the week? No. Yeah, apparently, Ooh. as I said earlier, apparently he was a he had signed with LSU and he was drafted, and he did, got up and walked right out. <laughs>
3: what? Yeah, he wanted to go with the Indians. Right? The Indians oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Indians, yeah,
2: The Indians paid him like twice what they were supposed to. Well, Paul Menares
1: said he was sitting in his office signing the papers when the call came in, and he just
5: got right. up and left. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, Jamal. Jamal, well, go ahead. Yeah, uh, talking about uh, the NBA and Golden State, I am going to say this: of the Golden State is if if the. If Toronto doesn't close out in either tomorrow or in game six, then the Warriors, I think, might fool around and come back from three to one. Well, yeah, if I they do it, it was seven done
3: seven to them. Either. It was done to them in '16. The Cavaliers did it to them. So if they they do it, and this is like the the swan song for the Warriors, I think you can kind of tell. You know, Kevin Durant's gonna gonna go somewhere. It, it doesn't sound like he's going to stay, from what we can tell. Uh, and they had friction in the locker room, as we know, earlier in the year. So it sounds like and I think Robert would agree that this is the swan song for the Warriors. Whatever yeah. they do,
2: it sounds like. By is- the way, speaking of speaking of your team, Chris, it sounds like the latest rumor that I heard is Kyrie may be headed to. To the Nets.
3: Okay, yeah,
2: yeah, I heard
4: Kyrie and Kevin Durant to the Nets. I've heard both of them.
3: Okay, the well, hey, that'll make them like a fifty. That'll I make them that my my radio, as a matter of
2: fact. there you and, go. And I, actually, actually, I did you also, there's also, I guess, a business in Toronto that said yeah. if the Raptors will re-sign Kyrie to to a big contract, I mean Kawhi, 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 Kawhi. Kawhi. This um, business will pay five years of the contract. Oh,
3: okay. Ooh!
2: Now Ooh. is that legal? You know, that sounds right. a little. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's legal or not, Chris. I don't. Think, do that buy, sounds, that sounds like a boosterism
3: in college. You know, where you talk about T Boone Pickens giving all the money to who's he give it to? Uh, John, which Texas school? state? Yeah, okay, you know, I yeah. Okay. I and you know, that sounds like I don't think that's going to fly. I well, don't really see
4: think that's and that work. is di- it's, it's different. t picking is donating to the school and they're updating the facilities. That happens all over. I mean, tillman Fertitta does it with yeah, yeah Houston. That's different than the guy actually saying, "Hey, we want this player." Now, what they he may what they may do is they may buy a bunch of advertising that will say, "Hey, this will help." Yeah, well the
3: problem costs. the problem is that if you if you start doing that you know you're going to have uh John Hancock want to keep Kyrie or some stupid thing i mean oh, yeah. everybody's got a business in town that can do something like that, and you get into the business you know almost being part owners of the teams and you know it it's it just gets into a bad place I don't think the nBA wants to go and if they ever i think they'll outlaw that or they'll they'll push something through pretty quick, not against Toronto but just the idea of Having this, this, this opens up a whole Pandora's box if you do something like that. We, I'm now, near Sean, Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh, we got helicopters here. Yeah,
2: now, Sean, tell us about what happened with the owner of the Warriors. We know there was a situation. Uh, what happened? There? Uh, let me see, he got into it, I believe, with Drake, or no, he got into it with a player. I don't remember the whole story. I don't remember I the, the player, Ohio. but he he pushed one of the players, he pushed the Ohio. player. Was it Lowry? Lowry? Yes, he pushed Kyle Lowry. That's right. Jamal, man, Jamal, you can tell us the story. Go
5: ahead. You know the story, well, Jamal. Well, what happened was, I guess, Lowry was diving kind of into the stands. This guy decided to push Lowry, to say something, and the NBA said to the one of the investors of the Warriors who did this, look, you did that. They, they nailed him for five hundred thousand dollars and suspended him. From uh, the rest of the, appearing at the rest of the playoffs and rest next year at one Yeah, and
4: it, his cool. last name is Stevens. I don't right. know his first name. Uh,
3: yeah, but he's yeah, a, a dot com. Ex- I know he's a dot com executive. I forget which company, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that, and uh, yeah, no, the Warriors are just getting frustrated, and I understand that. And they had two bad losses at home, and uh, you know, it, it, it is kind of reminiscent of the Celtics uh, uh, finals, uh, Eastern finals, a couple of years ago when uh, Isaiah Thomas got hurt. And they're just like the walking wounded here, and uh, maybe they could pull something together, but it's not easy when you're missing uh, good players. But uh, yeah. we had a little uh, thing. Uh, what, what do you guys want to talk? We got about seven, eight I minutes. Mean, we have about five minutes to talk. No, we What's got
2: time? about three when minutes you, to go well, till we get to the promos. You want right, to do? Well,
3: you want to do Tom Terrific? Well, first of all, let me just let you know, Rafael Nadal won
4: the uh, French Open okay. for the men, and yeah. somebody other than Serena, an Australian woman, won the women. So, yep. And, yeah, this uh, Tom Terrific situation, haven't heard a whole lot of discussion on this, but I guess Tom Brady, he wants to be, he, you know, he wants to use the Tom Terrific uh, moniker on, on some merchandise. But, of course, Tom Seaver, Is known as Tom Terrific. And, you know, he's trying to get the family to release it and. Now, this is a sports related. Of course, there was a cartoon, Tom Terrific. That's a totally different trademark. But for sports merchandising, he wants to use it. Uh, There's been similar uh, situations because Tom Seaver was one of the first guys to trademark his nickname. Him, uh, Pete Rose, a lot of the Cincinnati Reds, the Big Red Machine, they were some of the first to actually realize and trademark their name because of merchandising. Charlie Hustle. All these, but Tom Brady wants to use it. Of course, Tom Seaver, you know, he uh, came out. His family said he's suffering from early stages of dementia. He's gone out of public life. Probably, what's going to happen is they'll work something out. Uh, Brady will pay Tom Seaver some money, and then they'll just, you know, they'll they'll move on. And, and, it, Mets, and Mets fans
2: are exact, and Mets fans are furious.
4: Yes,
3: Mets fans. Well, one Mets fan especially is furious. She is. She is. But the thing yes. is, and she's also it. a Patriots fan. She's also a Pinterest
4: Yeah, she's also fan. a Patriots fan, but she's curious. But the one, like I said, the whole the whole thing on that, it's very similar. Texas A&M, their students have been known as the 12th man. And, of course, their core, uh, the kicking team is known as the 12th man kicking team. And it's the core because somebody came out of the stands one day early on in the early 1900s, and they got on the kicking team and did a punt return. So they became the 12th man. They trademarked it. Seattle has the 12th man. They have to pay Texas A&M. You know, a certain amount each year for using it. The Seattle Seahawks do, so it'll be it's a similar situation. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's going to be a huge, huge deal. But I think some, at least one Mets fan was a little Met Patriots fan was a little up in arms about it, and I think they'll get it work out. The Bruins uh,
3: are leading with forty seconds to go in the first period, one to nothing. So, just the latest update we can give you. And Sean, the Cubs and the Cubs are leading
2: Cardinals three to one at the bottom of the six. And yes, Sean. Go ahead and wrap it up with the promos.
4: All right. First of all, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're all, everybody's on location. We've all been scattered throughout the week. Chris is in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Uh, Shelly will come in and give us a report of what kind of a jerk Chris really is. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I think everybody him. already knows that. But anyway, yeah, go She'll ahead. come back and give us that update after she meets him. But anyway, uh, of course, if... You know, if anybody who has not was not able to listen, uh, just download this. Uh, go to legendoldies.com, click in this week's episode. Also, uh, was it forty five? Forty five. Forty five. Yeah, episode forty five. Or type in "worldwide all one word space legend" in your podcatcher, have it, and then select Sports Times Live or.